Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. They did it. The Chicago Bears did it. They made the playoffs at 8-8. Eight and eight. They lost in the first run of the playoffs because that is who the Chicago Bears are. I called it before week one. I've never been more okay with predicting what would happen and being right. Um, they're not good. They're not bad. They're the 2020 Chicago Bears. Tommy McMahon is on this episode of the show. Tommy was on week one. That's why I wanted to check in with him. We didn't do an episode between our loss to the Packers and our loss to the Saints um, because, um, well, some stuff happened in Washington, D.C. That's where we record this show. Um, and that is also why we now have a Patreon account. Please consider donating at youmethemeverybody.com. It's in this podcast description. It's on our About page. Tommy's on the show. Tommy's got a wonderful podcast himself. Uh, you should follow him on social media. All those links are in the podcast description. Without further ado, bear down. You were the first person that I talked to about the 2020 Bears, and you'll be the last person I talked to <laughs> about the 2020 Bears. I said we would go eight and eight. You nailed I did not it. think we were going to make the playoffs. <laughs> I was half correct. You nailed that eight and eight right on the head. From the st- I never wavered either. <laughs> not at five and one. Not never. at five and seven. <laughs> never. I was the only one until week eleven. So that doesn't really count. No, it's impressive. What did I say at the beginning? Nine and seven? Nine and seven. But you did say yeah. playoffs with Mitch, so we were both half right. <laughs> And it you, could have been nine if they won that Lions game I keep harping on. Could have been a lot of things, okay. Um, <laughs> I said Chiefs-Packers with the Chiefs winning. You said Chiefs-Saints. It's still alive? Oh, unfortunately. <laughs> it is still alive, yes. Um, did you, I'm assuming, based on your Twitter feed, uh, you watched this game live. Yes, yes. Which broadcast did you go with? Uh, I watched the CBS broadcast. I uh, did not. Did you watch the Nickelodeon? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, man, I'm jealous. I loved seeing the clips that I saw from it. <laughs> so I am a, a bad person because I won't <laughs> let my kid watch this. He's only 18 months. I won't let my kid watch. But So I, I intentionally didn't have the TV on, and we were like at a play date until the second quarter. And then so I'm just like following on my phone, and I'm seeing the broadcast on Twitter. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I'm showing my wife. Like, this is this is how they're going to get the kids. And she's like, I'm uncomfortable <laughs> with this. I was like, so am I. <laughs> and one of the one of the great highlights is um this is some wonderful thing on Nickelodeon with like they turn somebody's head into a hamburger and then the next second on Twitter it's like, Oh, concussion protocol for someone. <laughs> the hamburger head, yeah. That's the old medical term, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't actually get to watch the game live until the fourth quarter, which by then the Bears were out of it. Um, yes. but the bro- the Nickelodeon broadcast made every second worthwhile. Oh man, I should just go back and watch the whole thing. <laughs> Young Sheldon explaining all the rules for the kids. <laughs> Anything up. you tell me about this could be real or a joke, and I no, have no way of knowing. Thus far, <laughs> no jokes. They had um, uh, a, a, a teen girl in the booth. They had a boy teen on the sidelines. Both one of them is doing Beyonce impressions. One of them doing Denzel impressions. Both horrible <laughs> kid impressions, and they clearly don't know anything. Mitch Trubisky won the Nickelodeon Valuable Player of the Game I, Award. I saw that he won the MVP, and it, it that was something I should have predicted earlier. Come in the on, <laughs> that's amazing. It means there are more kids in Chicago than there are in New Orleans, but it's the it was. It didn't make. It was the perfect ending to the 2020 Chicago Bears season. 
yes just end this charade with a charade <laughs> so i was following along um via social media and friends it seemed like for at least the first half we were in this game very much so you know there was the the one play that is going to be like the play from that game obviously trick play gets pitched back to mitch he throws probably the best pass of his career like a perfect deep ball right in the end zone to javon wims and he just goes right through his hands and it's one of those things where they kept showing that replay on the adult broadcast and it kept making me sadder and sadder every time but even after that they were still in the game till pretty much the end of the third quarter yeah yeah, I mean they had a they had a big interception, you know, seven three uh, at half, I think, and it was just like they were just hanging around. They just couldn't score uh, until the last second <laughs> when it did not matter anymore. But so do you blame Mitch Trubisky for this loss? It was such a weird game. Um, he definitely, I mean, it was not a great Mitch game, but I, I didn't. He didn't make a lot of stupid plays. I don't know. I don't come away being like. Mitch is the biggest failure of this. I think it was, I don't know. It's so hard. I don't know why I have such a hard time blaming Mitch, but I do. Because I don't think he's the problem. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. And this is something I hate to do, and I really don't like when people do it, but I did think that there were some some bad calls in this game. Based on what I've read and listened to since the game, I would agree with you. Wholeheartedly. Well, Cole Komet got an unsportsmanlike conduct call that was one of the craziest things I've ever seen, where it was like two players kind of talking back and forth at each other, and then it, he just gets this penalty. And like, well, clearly he doesn't just do it. And it was the kind of thing they never would call in a normal game. I guess it's because there was the fight the last time these two teams played uh, with Javon Wims, speak of the man, and uh, <laughs> they were just trying to not have that happen again. So then there was another one where obviously Anthony Miller gets kicked out of the game, mm-hmm. which, uh, you know, they have to call it that way, but it was just very frustrating. But didn't that trick play also involve pass interference, but they just didn't call it? Yes. Yeah, and I was listening to a Bears podcast I listened to, and they were saying they probably didn't call it because it was such a, like it was so clear he was going to score, so it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> but uh but they did, and then we got a bad pass interference call too. And then, you know, this wasn't the ref fault, but Eddie Jackson did one of those plays where they're all they're doing is trying to draw you off sides, and they're not even going to run a play, and everyone knows it because every NFL team does it. And Eddie Jackson, very smart guy, one of our best players, just fell for it so hard. It was a lot of things that were painful to watch. But that was also like a goal line series. It was like second and goal on the one or on the two. Like it wasn't a big deal. Like they were going to score regardless. Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, it's, it was just such a, it was a bummer of a game to watch, you know, not that high scoring <laughs> and it was just like just a drag. And I, I wish I had watched SpongeBob do it. I oh, guess. It's so much better. They, oh, it's so much better. I don't have no idea why, but it just made it seem like this isn't happening during COVID times. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Yes, yeah, that's enough distraction that you're not they, thinking about the empty Superdome. Yeah. yeah, I well, they kept showing these three women in blonde Afro wigs, these three white women that were clearly wine drunk, and <laughs> they kept, one of the shots, it was in the fourth quarter, like they're going down the stairs back to their seats, and I was convinced one of them was going to spill, and it was amazing, because the kids don't, <laughs> like, they might know, but they're not saying anything. <laughs> it was It's one of their moms, yeah. <laughs> Do you think that it was – do you think it was un, 
inappropriate for the Superdome to have fans. Yeah, I don't think any of them. I mean, especially the Superdome, because of the fact that it is a dome, is even worse than the other ones. Yeah. Um, like at least the other stadiums, you can say, well, it's open air, and you can, which I mean, you know, whatever. You know, you can argue with an epidemiologist about that, but it was just like I don't know. It just seems a little grotesque to me that some teams get to have fans and some teams don't. Just I don't know. I don't really like it, but also. Who knows if uh if the Bears could have fans now it's in Chicago and someone was like, Do you want to go to the Bears playoff game? I can't really picture myself <laughs> saying no, so I don't know. Yeah. You're just bummed out because they're not good. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh but the- yeah, it's weird. It's I mean, it was weird watching Notre Dame Alabama and every time they cut to the Alabama, you know, crowd, it was no one was even not even like mask around neck, not even like the <laughs> attempting that, you know. Well, I can tell you for this, the Nickelodeon broadcast only showed masked people. That's that's a smart move, yeah. Do you think that this was a worthwhile season as a Chicago Bears fan? I think it was a very frustrating season, and I really think that the the original sin of this season was benching Mitch in the first place mm-hmm. because that was, you know, we were 2-0, and we were looking good, and Nagy just clearly had an agenda to bench him at some point in the season, so he just did it. And after that happens, you know, Foles has one or other win or whatever, and then we have the big losing streak. I just think that's when everything went wrong. Or I picked 8-8 eight and eight for a reason before the first game. Yes. Yeah, they probably. Because this I mean, is who yeah. they are. Like, this is exact. they delivered exactly. They won one game they shouldn't have, and they lost yes. one game they shouldn't have. Bucks and Lions, swap those, you're eight and eight. Still. That's true. Yeah. So <laughs> once again, I don't know. They're just not built for anything other than five hundred. I know. It's like literally the purgatory scenario. And it's weird that the defense looked so good at the beginning of the year and then they just really fell off, which you'd think that would be like the one thing you could rely on. But Well, I do I think that's where the COVID thing comes into play. COVID thing comes into play. I also think Chuck Pagano's a bad defensive coordinator. Would you uh, rather have had Pagano as the head coach and then Nagy and have somebody else as defensive coordinator? I mean, I, I just wish we could have kept Vic Fangio because he was like one of my favorite coordinators of all time. <laughs> and, uh, Let's rank your favorite coordinators of all time. Number one, Buddy Ryan. <laughs> oh, you got to be Buddy Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Number two, Rivera. <laughs> Number two, oh, Rivera was great. We got, you know, the year Adam Gase was offensive coordinator, he was great (laughs) (laughs) before he became a terrible head coach, you know. What do you want to happen now? uh, Pretty much since the middle of November, I've cared less about the week-to-week because I'm glad that they made the playoffs, but we all knew this was going to happen. Yeah, I'm happy we got one more game when it's like life is, yeah. (laughs) You need to find those, anything (laughs) to look forward to. Well, here's the thing. Are you... Would you be more bummed out right now as a Bears fan or a Steelers fan? Oh, Steelers fan. I mean, if I if the Bears were eleven and zero, and then they That'll did hurt. what they did, that would be so much more heartbreaking. Yeah, this is one of those things where what do you want to happen in terms of okay? Let's always say you know the record at the end of the year before the start of the year. How do you want it to play out? What's the best thing to happen? The Bears to go eight zero and then zero and eight? Is it to go win loss win loss just alternating? As a fan following in a league like this, 
I think what we did is actually maybe the best case scenario. You start real hot, five and one, and then just shit the bed. And then you're like, yes. you sort of, you don't really sneak back into the playoffs. It's just like other teams fall apart more drastically than you do. Yes, you get very lucky with uh, the Rams beating the Cardinals in the last game. It was a, kind of a good way for it to work out because we got to be so excited at the start of the season. And even though we all kind of knew, like, they aren't really, they shouldn't really be five and one, of course, but yeah. got to have that fun uh, feeling on top of the world. And then the losing streak happens, which a lot of that was hard to watch, but also it was definitely a, a, a needed humbling yeah. for what the team was. And then we get to be excited at the end and watch a little tiny winning streak and then. And lose uh, going into the playoffs. Which, man, that game, uh, I really thought, I mean, the first three quarters of that game, they were super into it. First three, or until like halfway through the third. And it was so exciting. But that, once they lost that game, we just kind of backed in. I didn't really think we had any chance against the Saints, but you still have to kind of lie to yourself. Oh, I thought we did completely. Yeah, we went to overtime with them. Exactly. And, yeah, yeah, I, I don't, and Drew Brees is one really strong hit away from just being done with football. That's what needed to happen. Not that I'm advocating for <laughs> him to have gotten like hurt. Or ribs. You, you just wanted man. yeah, Khalil Mack to just first quarter, just get a big sack on him yeah, and it. it completely changes the game. I think that could you bet on that for this Saints Bucks game? Like one hit well, and the forty year old man is done? Well they did the over under on ribs that he'll have <laughs> at the end of the game. That you could do. <laughs> you want to apologize for that? <laughs> hey, they did a bounty thing. <laughs> I don't have to apologize. <laughs> do you think it's more common to do the Chili's baby back ribs joke or more common to do the Marilyn Manson dick sucking rib removal ribs joke? I think the Marilyn, Marilyn Manson is weirdly more in vogue the last few years, I would really? say. <laughs> I don't do you know think why. think that all changed when Justin Bieber decided to wear a Marilyn Manson shirt like five years ago? Did that happen? I that didn't happened. even know that. Yeah, he wore like a oh, mechanical wow. animals era uh, concert tee, and then they were selling for like two or three hundred dollars. Oh my god! So. <laughs> the beautiful people—that's what they say. <laughs> Wrong record. Catch the fuck up. <laughs> I was a. I was a. Yeah, I was the kind of guy listening to "Lest We Forget" the greatest hits of Marilyn Manson. Were you really? So I was a poser. I was not a real fan. Oh. I did have that greatest hits CD. I saw Manson in 16, 17, 2017. At the Fillmore, um, so it's like a fifteen hundred seat, twelve hundred seat. Such a fun show. He oh, did wow. not give a shit at all because, like, he went from playing amphitheaters and stadiums to like a club. Yeah. Um, it was only one of like four or five shows he did that tour because he toured with a giant cross, and <laughs> would occasionally like, cr- like, do the Jesus Christ pose on it. But uh, oh, the yeah. cross fell on him like a few nights later in New York. It fell on him? Yeah. So they had to cancel that Oh, tour. my God. That is incredible. And you should have seen the Nickelodeon broadcast of that show. <laughs> <laughs> he just turned into a hot dog. <laughs> he said it was fine. Uh, are you going to watch the next few weeks of football? For sure, yeah. I uh, I, I loved having three games uh, each day. Oh, yeah. I, I, th- I think having, yeah, the extra team is so good, and I hope they – I think they are going to stick with it. But I think, I mean – yeah, <laughs> you can't overstate how bored uh, everyone is. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Did you watch with anyone? Uh, I actually watched the Bears game at uh, a Bears bar that has an outdoor setup with uh, with a couple friends. Were you warm and, enough? Uh, 
freezing. I, I had to like, it was one of those situations where when I got home, I had to like <laughs> wrap myself in blankets and thaw for a few hours before I felt normal. But was it a fire pit situation? Oh no. You know, they had those heaters that outdoor places have sometimes and they really were not functional. <laughs> they did not help at all. It was so cold, uh, but yeah. we, we were like, it's a playoff game. We should do something. And uh, it was, I don't know. <laughs> it was both good and bad for the experience. That's what I'm missing out. Um, I had a COVID scare over the weekend, so I didn't go out. Um, I'm fine. I've tested. It's oh, good. Yeah. Um, I couldn't watch it anywhere else. And the last time the Bears were in the playoffs, you probably remember, um, it was against the Eagles, and, the, and it's the double doink. And yes, I remember watching that in a bar, and it was like a punk rock club bar. So like they didn't have the sound on, but they turned it on for me. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I really would have liked to have seen. I don't know anything with a crowd this year but clearly that's not going to happen nor should it yes so it was just like kind of depressing for sure the whole thing imagine having watched that double doink game by <laughs> alone yeah. though that, that's even sadder i'm uh, looking up to see uh the career playoff career of cutler well, there was the one, the one FC, NFC Championship game, mm-hmm. uh, which famously he was riding the bike on the sidelines that everyone was mad about. <laughs> God forbid he doesn't clamp up. <laughs> well, it's so weird. Uh, I, I was in college for that one, and I remember, yeah, just being so depressed and having to <laughs> take like a long walk by myself because <laughs> I couldn't even deal with like gentle ribbing from my friends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, I don't think he played many playoff games. No, for sure. Um, and that was like the one year it seemed like they had a real shot. But yeah, he's only had two, he only had two winning seasons on the Bears. So therefore, Mitch Trubisky is a more successful quarterback for the Chicago Bears than Jay Cutler, the guy who has all of Chicago Bears quarterback records. Every record. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the the weird thing about the Nagy era is he still has a winning record, and you know he, he hasn't gotten the playoff win yet. But it's like by I mean, compare him to the John Fox era or compare him to, you know, it's like, it's not that bad for what we're used to. No, it's really not. Did you think that you'd be bummed out or not bummed out, but like feeling this way after two of three year, two of three years making the playoffs? No, that's what's so weird. I think it was just the the double doink was like such a gut punch that it's like, now we have it's like, hard. Did we have the best yeah. kicker of 2020? He was incredible. Cairo Santos, he was on like a 25 kick streak. Yeah. And it, then it's so funny that when a kicker's good, you just don't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, no, I have to disagree. I feel like Robbie Gold was the most popular Chicago Bears that's for like true. a good five years. But he was also a great like guy, personality. He would be on the radio every weekend. Uh, he was always on ESPN radio. And he was like the man. I actually, I loved Robbie Gold. See, there you go. Until he almost uh, screwed us over. <laughs> in that, I don't know if you were watching the Cardinals 49ers game, but he missed a lot of kicks. And it was like, he must be very mad we didn't offer him a contract extension. How do you feel right now? It's so weird. Um, I don't know if they're going to do anything. Yeah, I don't, they're in this weird, this weird spot. Because like, I don't think you could get rid of Mitch. No, and, and there's no, like, easy thing to replace. You know what I mean? And especially, I feel like if they just franchise tag him or whatever, do I think they're just going to roll everything back for one more year is kind yeah. of what I think is going to happen. Is Khalil Mack one more year, or is he done? 
Oh, I don't know. Uh, I feel like we would have heard about it if he was going to be a free agent. So do you I think Pagano sticks around? Again. I think that might be the one. Okay. Because I feel like they're going to think they have to do something. And I think that's going to be the thing they do is fire Pagano. Yeah. I am surprised and glad that none of the coaches died this year. Yes. Not just <laughs> for is... the Bears, but specifically for the Washington football team because Rivera did survive cancer. So Yes. That was a fun game too. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like the it seems like the Washington football team crowd feels good. Like they knew they were gonna lose. But they didn't lose Yes. That game was way closer than it should have been. And that quarterback was Heineke, really good. Yeah. It was that the one scrambling touchdown he had. I was like I got into it. I was like, Oh yeah, I love Heineke. Yeah. <laughs> I've been a Heineke fan forever. And uh now we're gonna have two uh right wing Christian men facing off. <laughs> yes. In the NFC. I know. It's it sucks because all the the best scenarios all involve people I hate now. Where I'm like, oh, I guess a Brady Rogers NFC Championship game would be good for football, but just I hate both those guys so much. So I, I don't want the Saints to win. I hate the Saints. Mm-hmm. The, this year made me hate them getting <laughs> two of our players ejected in games because that one that one defensive back they have. I guess they had to like separately plan because I guess his whole thing is just instigating fights and the bears fell for it both times this year. Yeah. Then he's good at his job. He's really good at it. (laughs) That's part of the game. Yeah. No, it's a very smart move is just to be annoying. Yeah. (laughs) I'm, uh, I clearly, I watched the Nickelodeon broadcast, so they did not bring up the 85 bears, uh, and their win in the Superdome. But did that come (laughs) up at all during the CBS broadcast? No, they didn't mention that uh, one time. Wow. They did mention Tony Romo getting into the college football Hall of Fame, though, so that was exciting. I like that. I didn't realize there was going to be a Pro Bowl this year. You psyched? I thought there wasn't. Same. Oh. But they were, like, doing ads for it all weekend. I th- I, th- I could be wrong, but I think what they're doing is just doing it like an award show where they – I don't know, but I guess there is. I'm psyched. I think, But they can't be going to Hawaii. That would be crazy. Do you think Mitch will win the – MVP, like they'll present the MVP trophy to Mitch at the Pro Bowl. <laughs> oh man! Hey, well at least Mitch isn't demanding a trade like Deshaun Watson, who we should have drafted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Deshaun Watson has a worse record and has been to the playoffs what once? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had uh, they had one playoff win last year, right? Because yeah. then they lost to the Chiefs in that crazy game. Yeah. Therefore, Mitch is a better quarterback. Yeah, it's true. There's no argument, <laughs> even though Deshaun Watson led the league in passing yards this year. <laughs> yeah. Did they make the playoffs? <laughs> they did not. Does he have the MVP? <laughs> he will never get the MVP. <laughs> yeah, just because it happened to be the first and thus far only game on <laughs> Probably Nickelodeon. The only time. <laughs> what if that becomes Mitch's like signature is that he just keeps winning the MVP every year? <laughs> they, only, they only air professional football games when Mitch Trubisky's playing. It's rich. Do you think Mitch's mom owns Nickelodeon? <laughs> that could be what's happening. Well, I think it's so funny that the CBS Viacom merger, I think that happened, was it this calendar year or last year? And it's so funny where it's like, oh, I wonder what's going to come out of that. And it's just the only thing I've heard since then is a Bears game being broadcast on Nickelodeon. Honestly, it was so great. I This is a, a tale I might probably should not tell out of school, but uh, no, I'll just say a friend of mine was hosting a party for Viacom and uh, like a Zoom party. 
and like i'm seeing their party whatever and they're like don't talk about the merger which i think is so funny that it's like a giant corporate <laughs> merger that like was hugely public and it's like you cannot joke about that why i don't know i guess that it's like a sore spot i don't know but why mitch won the nvp everything they <laughs> wanted to happen happened the fix like, was in. big winner <laughs> well just mitch winning the nvp just it made the season worth it. It's worth the risk. It's worth people dying. It's worth people getting COVID. It's worth the brain <laughs> injuries. It's it's yeah. all worth it now. I just, I don't know. It really seems like we're going to run back the exact same team next year. I mean, we'll have Tariq Cohen, which will be will, nice. Will but... Foles be back? Will what? Foles be back? I I hope Foles never starts another game for the Bears. Uh, That's it's the my question. Hope. Is he still on the payroll? Yeah, no, not know. Was that a one-year deal or a two-year deal? Speaking of <laughs> Christian Matt. We should have, oh, God. Well, he does have a large penis, so. <laughs> Big Dick I'm Nick. I'm a fan. <laughs> I like how I did, like, no research for any of this. I'm so sorry. You know, Bears Wire from USA Today said Mitch Trubisky unlikely to return in 2021. That's what they always say about guys like that. <laughs> guys that win the Super Bowl. Yes, exactly. Um, who do you want to win? I I honestly like uh, the narrative of the Chiefs running it back, but I mm-hmm. really, what I'm rooting for most, and it's weird because I, I like the Bills too. I think they're really fun to watch, and my roommate's a Bills fan, so I'm always rooting for them around the house. But I do think that a, uh, a Mahomes-Lamar Jackson AFC Championship game would be very exciting since that was what I wanted last year and it yeah. didn't happen. And now the Ravens are getting hot at the right moment, so there's way more of a chance, it seems like. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, Chiefs-Packers, and then Packers get embarrassed in front of the whole world. That's, yeah. what, that's what I'm rooting for. Uh, my hope is that the halftime show is the weekend serenading Mitch Trubisky while they present him the, the <laughs> MVP award. I was pretty shocked. Um, I, I Obviously, I know the weekend is very famous, and I know he was in Uncut Gems, but... Maybe that's just like this is the first year where I feel really out of touch with like, is he really big enough to ho- be the Super Bowl halftime show with no, no other name? They didn't want to burn. Why burn a good pick on a COVID year? That's a, a great point. I had <laughs> not thought about that because usually when they do like when they had Bruno Mars, they're like, oh, also and Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know, yeah. they do like I'm sure there'll be a surprise. Yeah, bring in the big guns. Bring in the chilies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, last, it's going to be, I'd say last year was the best if not top five. Who was last year again? J-Lo and Shakira. Oh, J-Lo and Shakira. That was great. Yeah. I think it was Maroon. better than Prince. Prince was amazing. Well, <sighs> yeah. I Prince always bums me out because it's the Bears loss. <laughs> He's great. Though. Great halftime show. In terms of like rock and roll act, I'd, yeah, Prince is number one. But I think as just entertaining act with yeah. no emotional ties to it, J-Lo, Shakira. Yeah, it was definitely, and it was such a funny, mm-hmm. <laughs> stupid, like, wasn't it, like, controversial for a second? Yes, <laughs> people were attractive about women. <laughs> yes, that is a huge problem that we have to figure out. But it's also interesting because they're the only performer, well, one of them is, the, like, one of the very few super popular performers older than, like, Tom Brady and Drew Brees. And... Oh, yeah. I just watched Out of Sight. That's a young Jennifer Lopez. Oh, man, that's my favorite of hers. I'd never seen it before. It's so good. It's great. And then the cell. 
I have not seen that. With uh, Trump friend Vince Vaughn. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get serious. <laughs> well, the we guy from True Detective Season 2. <laughs> My favorite show. Um, thanks for doing this, man. Yeah, always a pleasure. Uh, I'm excited uh, <laughs> for absolutely nothing to happen and the Bears to be <laughs> in that 7 to 9 to 9 and 7 range like they always are. <laughs> yeah. It, do you Are you one of those people that wants like a – a Jets or Jaguars type of year where it's like two and 14 or one and 15 just to get that pick. No, I, I don't think the bears are the type of team to tank like that. And I don't, I don't really want to watch a tank year to be honest. So I'm kind of fine. <laughs> um, yeah. I'd rather I don't have know, this. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how it'll happen that we ever do get the quarterback, but yeah, I'd rather not <laughs> sit through that. Are you glad that we're that the Lions are also with us? Because no matter how bad the Bears are or the expectations they have, I always am just glad we're not Lions fans. Oh, a hundred percent. I'd much rather be a Bears fan. And it's and also the Packers are not it's it's kind of difficult for me to root against the Packers. Yeah. I mean I I I went to Lambo once and I was like, this is like the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> And I've been raised to hate them and hated them my whole life, but it's just like, oh, I can't deny how cool this is. So I'm pretty sure, like 90% sure, Jim McMahon has two Super Bowl rings. What do you mean? Well, he won the Super Bowl twice. What was the other one? With the Green Bay Packers. Wait, oh, really? He was the backup for Favre? That's right. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I know he was the backup for Favre, but I'm, and I'm pretty sure he's got two rings. So that's what I'm. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. McMahon caused some controversy when he showed up to the Packers reception at the White House wearing his Bears jersey. Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me love him even more. Wow, that's McMahon amazing. later explained that he did so because he was unable to visit the White House when the Bears won in 20. Two days after the Bears won the games, the Space Shuttle Mission STS-51L were killed in an explosion with the craft, the Challenger. Wait, what? Yeah, that's why the Bears <laughs> didn't go to the White House until 2011. Wow, that is wild. And here's another thing with uh, McMahon. He signed with the Eagles because they were coached by, coached by Buddy Ryan. Oh, yeah. So this dude, like, that's the thing. It's like, it's easier to, it's way easier to root against the Bears. Like, you didn't take care of your Super Bowl winning quarterback. You didn't mm-hmm. take care of the defensive coordinator that brought you to the Super Bowl. Yes. Therefore, every time, every year since 85, I'm just like, yeah, we don't deserve to win. You didn't make things right. Ugh. Anyways, you agree with Brett Parr politically, right? <laughs> um, you know, I, uh, I, I I was not aware, but I am not surprised if uh, <laughs> this is going where I think it would go. Where do you think it's going? He's a Bernie guy, right? Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> You, Me, Them, Everybody is made by me, Brandon Weatherby. Our theme music is by Daniel Knox. Our art is by Jillian Ron. You can hear all 13 years of shows at youmethemeverybody.com. If you're listening to this in Spotify or on iTunes, the last year of episodes are available uh, with some sprinklings of the other ones. If you want the rest of the catalog, which features over 700 episodes, you, me, them, everybody. Dot com. Our Patreon page is on our About page. It's all there. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. At sign YMTE. Thanks for listening. I'll hug the places that you've been sleeping. Friends and family I'll be keeping. 
won't 